Brooklyn. Last exit to Brooklyn, I enter. Carefully, the queen holds my scepter. Get numb like a derelict on Scott. Some Dick Lewis, cause baby, I'm watching you scheme on a brother for not. The truth between a have and a have not. Do you doubt the shade of vanilla? I play Elvis and you play Priscilla. Always no hero. Betty yet Billy D. Have a cheap liquor for a fee. A Brooklyn queen, Russell, Russell Simmons. It's like Tyson Russian giving. We are looking for the Brooklyn. We are looking for the Brooklyn queen. We are looking for the Brooklyn. We are looking for the Brooklyn queen. We are looking for the Brooklyn. We are looking for the Brooklyn queen. We are looking for the Brooklyn. We are looking for the Brooklyn queen. Everybody, how are you? Hello out there. Welcome to Last Exit to Brooklyn. My name is Tom McCaffrey. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get right into this shit. I have a special guest. He just got here. He has no shirt on. Who do you normally do it with? I, well, I've been just been doing it with uh, <laughs> with just guests because I was doing it with Matt, but he moved. Yeah. Uh, in December, so now I've just been having random guests on. Oh, okay. At Last Exit to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. So the this is that's Ari Shafir who was talking just then, who just jumped in. How are you, Ari? Great. You you were on this once before, right? Mm-hmm. In November was that, or when were you? When December. were you? December. Yeah. When Matt was still here. Yeah, we talked about Painter. We talked about Painter, and we talked about um, that all that shit that went down with Carlos Mencia, yeah. which I'm sure you were really psyched about talking about <laughs> ten years later. <laughs> It's already talking to you guys, but usually when like radio DJs want to talk about it, it's like they don't even know the jumping off ground. Well, if you've been a guest on people's podcasts even now, like, do people bring that up? No, not that much. Once in a long while. Let's just talk about it again. <laughs> um, what? Uh, it's just like I've said everything I had to say about it like so many times. Like, how many times do you think you've told that story over the years? When did it happen? Ten years ago? Nine Seven, years ago? Seven, eight years ago, something like that. And you've, do you think you've told it, like, over a hundred times? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably on some sort of, like, broadcast, podcast or radio. Probably really? Probably over a hundred times, yeah. People are really... And you, um, how long have you been in New York now? You, you just moved here. Maybe. Oh, really? Just a month? Yeah. Oh, I was gone I... for ten days. Where were you, in L.A.? No, uh, Ontario and Winnipeg. Were you headlining there? Mm-hmm. How was it? It was great. Ontario, I did a bunch of like small, like my own thing, not at comedy clubs. Oh, uh, like you set it up? Yeah, just like little, there's this pot room there that's fucking sweet. Pot room? Yeah. You can just smoke weed? Smoke weed. It's in the back of a pipe shop. What is... It looks like a like a garage. What are the parameters of weed there? Is it legal? It's illegal. Certain- they have medical for only serious medical patients, and the cops all look the other way. Oh, really? They don't care. Do you smoke a lot of weed? Mm-hmm. Um, I just got this. This is. The, you have weed? Yeah. Well, I cool. Just, this, is a, this is probably the best guest so far. I got this vaporizer pen. Vaporizer pen? Yeah. You know those... those, uh, those I have a vaporizer. Things. Oh, my God. Like like an e-cigarette? Yeah. So you fucking... It's just, you buy this cartridge for like 50, 60 bucks, and it's got hundreds of hits. Oh, wait. I got to turn it on. And you've got like hundreds of hits. I'll let you hit it. Of weed? <laughs> so wait, you bought that in Canada? 
No, a fan gave it to me. He said uh, it to me. He makes them. What did? So wait, did you? You just took a hit of weed. No, yeah. I'm all right right now. Oh, okay. Thank you, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a good way to start. Is, is that weed a Game oil. Boy? Uh, no, it's my case for my iPhone. Oh, but it, it's like a Game Boy design. Okay. Um, yeah. That's a, so that, that has like 50 hits of weed in it? Yeah, something like that. It's pretty great. It's our new weapon. Are you high right now? Yeah, basic level. You know, nothing you, crazy. Right, right. Do you get high? Like, do you wake and bake? I went it before I went to this a meeting at Gersh. I got I got high first time of the day. And how does that? Are you at the point now where like just being Functional. high is just yeah like normal? You know, like in like uh, if you weren't high, it'd be weird to yeah. go to a meeting. No, I'd be okay. But sometimes it feels like that. You know, how, like like you see like um, MIPD Blue or like gritty cop shows. And yeah. I have some informant to talk. And he goes, I, I just need a shot of whiskey to get right. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes That's, I need to get right. Okay, cool. Um, so you're at a good place with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, once in a while. <laughs> exactly. I'm an addict. I, uh, <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. Those guys whose lives have bottomed out with yeah. the drugs. It doesn't affect, though. I mean, maybe it does. Yeah, it probably does. But I don't know. Weed is like that thing that it's not as extreme yeah, as I had a great alcohol. meeting. I was joking around. We yeah, like you were the loose, best. right? Yeah, totally loose. Uh, we, were, we were like friends. They don't care. I feel like in, in showbiz, they don't care as long as you're not insanely like on heroin or something. If it's weed or pedophilia, they're like, look, this doesn't affect right, us. Right, right. Yeah. Keep going. Those two things. I'm glad you lumped that in with <laughs> yeah. weed. Because you, did you bring in a little boy with you to the meeting? No. <laughs> he waited by the bus station. Um, what, uh, so, yeah, you just came from the – you were meeting with the Gersh agency. Can we talk about that? Oh, yeah. we did. That's right. We weren't recording. No, we weren't. Yeah, let's fucking – We were getting used to the microphones, though. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to loosen you up. Yeah. Um, what, so, what, you were with them in L.A.? They're like a good agency. Yeah, right? I, just, I just signed with them like a month or two ago. Um, how did that – did they just contact you? No, or? my manager kept pushing. I also have like a PA agent. And I don't want to leave him because he's so good. Oh, really? So then anyone, she's like, "Well, I can try to get you a meeting with so and so, but they'll want a, you know CAA, but they want to manage you." And I was like, "I represent you for your dates, also." Right, right. And I was like, "No, no, like, I'm good. <laughs> it's the first good thing that's happened to me in my career." So like, right. The other thing. So w- w- Gersh. So now they're they're kind of just going to be like as an actor, they're going to uh-huh. send you out. Yeah, or literary. If I ever got my act together to write. Really? Is that what you guys were talking about? Yeah, one literary guy and one theatrical person, girl. Well, can I talk to you about um? That movie that you were just in? Boys. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, inappropriate comedy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so w- when did um, when did you do that? I did it a few years ago. The guy contacted me. The Shamwell What's guy called me. What's his name? Vince, Vince, Vince Offer? Vince Offer. How do you know? He, do you know him? He just called me out of the blue. And you had never met him? Never. And he was like, hi, Ari. I just am a fan of yours. Yeah. Uh, the guy, Pringle. Kent, Kent Pringle. Remember him? Is he... Name sounds familiar? Yes. Chuckle Monkey editor? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know him. Yeah. So he was working for, for Vince to and try to he... help him with his movie. And then he wanted new, he wanted new um, content. So he, he asked me about using those old Amazing Racist clips. And wait, they, the, the content he used for the movie was mainly old content? He was going to. He made this movie. It's been his dream. The un- what, didn't he make the Underground movie? Underground movie, yeah. That was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Now he tried to update it for Underground movie 2010. 2011, something like right. that. And he was just going to update a couple scenes. But then he started shooting more and more. And he's like, let's just shoot a new movie. He was just going to like re-release the same movie with other yeah. scenes? Yeah, like like they Can had a Bobby Lee scene. I guess so. It's his <laughs> movie, though. It was his to begin with. Yeah, Bobby Lee's in it. Yeah, so Bobby was like, I'm not doing that again. So uh, I was like... Um, I was like, uh, Were you like, all right, I'll do it? No, I didn't do his. But he was just going to recreate Bobby Lee's scene just without Bobby Lee. Just react the entire oh. scene. 
And he didn't do that. Kind of the way that Ozzy did with uh, all the um, Black Sabbath things. What did what, what did he do? Did he redo songs? Well, he had he had he had um, I don't know if it was his own stuff or his, but yeah, he had people play on the uh, mm. on the record and stuff, and like they were part of the band. And then he's like, "I'll just hire musicians for like five grand for the day. Yeah, Oz- come play this exactly the same, and you get no royalties. That's the deal from the start." Ozzy was like, "I'll just replace Bobby Lee's parts uh-huh. from the album." <laughs> <laughs> so Ozzy Lee went in there. Um, so then, um, so how many days did you shoot your stuff for that movie? Probably like ten, maybe. And you did over the, time. You did what you did before. Was it set? Was it set up though? Like, yeah. Or was it real man on the street stuff? Because the amazing racist stuff you had done was like real. No, that wasn't real. No, we just did it good. Oh, when you when you're in that store with the black guy, that's yeah. that guy knows about it. Uh-huh. Oh wow. Yeah. That is good. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, it was like early, like it was early um, viral video, so it just and early like reality too, so it just looked fucking real. And then we, we did it real handheld. Yeah, and grainy. Those guys are good. They seem Fuck, really yeah. mad. Danny Wolf. Oh yeah, he put it all together. Yeah, those guys seemed legitimately angry. They didn't know what I was going to say too. Right. So a lot of times they'd be like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, so you know? they're kind of like surprised at yeah. what's going on. But so when you did it for this movie, that so that was set up too. Yeah. Yeah, we caught some illegals and stuff. Really? Like, real far away. See, Vince wanted them to, like, come out of, like, the, the, the border, like, right underneath us. And he wanted, like, ten of them in a row to come out, like, in clown suits and stuff. I'm like, no, dude. It has to look at least like it could be real. Right. So, like... Yeah. So we had some where we caught some, some people crossing as we were doing, like, a setup shot. So what what was, like... Uh, what was the budget for the stuff you were doing? Was it pretty low, or...? Uh, the first ones, it ended up being 12000 uh, I think, for... Per either twelve grand per, um, per race, or uh, twelve grand per for two of them. Oh, we really? Two for one DVD and then two for another DVD. Early on, the first ones. Yeah. And then I asked them later like, how much it cost, but that was a, a thousand for me. Probably the direct, the direct Danny Wolf got paid probably. A thousand Wait, no, but uh, for the movie, like the the, but did he like have he, a big budget? I told that? him, yeah, he did. He had all his fucking shamwow money because he's just like rich from yeah. that shit. And the only reason he wanted to make any of that money. Was just so he can make this movie. He did all that for that movie. Yeah, he started just to raise funds. Is he a million, like a millionaire? He was, and he put all of it into this. He put a lot of it in. Do you know? Um, he put a whole lot of it in. And so, how did he get? Do you know how he got like Adrian Brody? Because if people yeah. don't know, Adrian Brody's in it. Uh-huh. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez, Rob Schneider, yeah. and then you. And you, you. You five are like the stars. Uh-huh. But aren't you like the main star? I'm in it a lot. <laughs> I'm in it a lot. I didn't shoot with any of them, though. I just thought my stuff was just separate. Like you know. Did you ever meet any of them? Or No. I think I once met Rob Schneider. I've never met Adrian Brody. Do you know how, how he got that? Did he ever tell you how that happened? Rob Schneider? No, Adrian oh, Brody. Yeah. He his, just was like, here's a yeah. million dollars. His... His tax guy is also Adrian Brody's tax guy. And he's just good at networking, man. Vince is just a fucking great net. That's how he sells all those shamwells. It's so funny. That's he's such, not an actor hired. He must that. be a really good talk because that's a huge gap. It's basically like they have the same tax guy. Yeah. And he that, got him in the movie. Like He just knows how to talk. And I think some of it, too, is like, look, what are the odds this ever airs? You need money now. Adrian Brody's not what he used to be. Right. So it's like, here's 200 grand. Here's a mil, Whatever it was. And like, hey, if it ever gets seen, it'll be good. It probably will never get seen. Right. It's quick. Like, he's like, you got me for three days, two days, something like that. I went to high school with Adrian Brody. Did you ever compete over a woman? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. No, yeah. wait, wait, why? Wait, is that... I just wondering. I love how that was your first question. 
Yeah, I was looking for some drama. Um, no, but I have a funny story where me and some friends of mine and him, we all got like kind of jumped in Central Park in like 1990. Really? Yeah. You're like so interested. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mello, that's my dog, if you don't know. Um, but. You know what I realized? What? Um, whenever you see in old movies when, when the dog's barking and the guy comes out, I was like, what is it, boy? I, I just realized, like, it's a squirrel. It's probably yeah. always a squirrel, like it's every night. The doorbell. Yeah, <laughs> like, like what do you? What do you? There's nothing out there. It's just a fucking. It's a raccoon again. Right, a right. Bird landed. Because you mean in like horror mind. movies, always like, what is it, boy? What yeah, is what it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it he heard someone walk by. Yeah, that's exactly. what he. That's what he literally goes nuts at every single time. <laughs> someone walks by, he goes insanely nuts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what the fuck. But anyway, yeah, I went to high school with him. That's that's cool, right? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> That's why I was interested in maybe you hit... What? you ever run a train on anybody with them? No. Have you ever run a train on anyone? Um, no, but that's a good segue. Have you? Have no, you? no, I've not. That sounds horrible. Is that's that when you weird. all bang the same chick? Yeah, I guess so. There's one chick and there's a bunch of dudes who want to get laid? Yeah. How do you run a train? It's really only three cars, right? I don't understand how you convince a girl to do that. She's. I assume she's already on the border of wanting to do it. Really? Uh, it's tough to like. I, I just can't imagine that like girls are... Hello, Sister Weatherly. <laughs> can, we just, can we talk to you over here for a moment? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden she's doing a gangbang? Yeah. I don't think all girls. I don't know. Have you ever done like more than I've what? Been, have you I've done like asked, a threesome? No, but I've been asked before from your girls. She was like, can you get... Uh, it was just someone that we used to just fuck hard. That's all it was. She would come over, we'd choke fuck and just slap her and all that stuff. You That you would? Yeah. Okay. And so... Um, and that's what she she was into it. It was yeah. whatever. And then she was like, "Can you get a guy to like to also fuck me?" Yeah, at the same time. Were you like, "I don't"? I was like, "Yeah, I want to be open minded about this." But usually, when a guy wants to do a three, it's two chicks. It's not, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty rare that it do, like I feel like a, a two guy one girl threesome is just kind of like you and your friend are hanging out and you're all like on drugs. Oh right. And there's one girl. And that so you just, just do it. You just do it. Yeah, it's like yeah. a weird random situation. Yeah. Um, so you didn't do the thing. Have you ever done that? No, I've never done uh I've never done a threesome. I I kind of got maybe close to a threesome once with two chicks, but it it just didn't happen. I was hooking yeah. up with a chick. Yeah. And the other chick was like right next to me in the bed. Oh. Did you touch her legs and stuff? Uh, not really. Oh. I kind of was a wuss about it. Like, I feel like it was the chick clearly like wasn't leaving. Oh God, bring her in. I know. I, I just was like, I'd never done that. I yeah, was like I a wuss. Never. I don't know. I, I always feel bad. Like, I feel like if they're not jumping on me, they don't want me to be doing it. Low self-esteem, low sexual self-esteem. Uh, she was there watching from a foot away. I guarantee yeah. you, if you and Jim Painter, if I woke up and you and Jim Painter, or you want, let's say you and, uh. <laughs> And Fultron. And uh, Fultron. Fultron. Yeah. Um, we're just like, in, not only in bed, but like just making out heavy. One of you reaching down, touching, pulling on the cock. Wait, wait. I want to wait. <laughs> I would take off. I would just take off. Yeah. Wait, like if, if I was hooking up with a chick. Yeah, whatever. I'd just be like, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah. Any, if like, I'd be like, what, what's going on? Unless there's two chicks making out, then you maybe mean, I'd be in on it. You mean like, like because the chick wasn't leaving, she was into it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. kind of what I, I got. But I, I don't know. I, sh- I, I always kind of look back on that with regret. Yeah, I could see that. She had a girl. She had a boyfriend, too, and I felt kind of like... Weird moments. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you felt bad about it? How old were you? I was I wasn't that young. It was it was last one. It was last week. <laughs> <laughs> it was this morning. No, it was like five years ago, six years ago. 
Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I I always kind of feel like, but that's like almost a threesome, right? It's almost. Yeah, but none, none. So I want to. I'm sorry. I want to go back to the. Yeah, it isn't. It didn't. I didn't close it. Um, okay. So I want to go back to the movie. So when. Uh, so you did this three years ago, and it took this and long. Two to years find ago. It. Yeah, and he just kept waiting to put it out. Put it. He kept saying, "All right, well, when we did it, he's like, this November it'll be out." I'm like, yeah, sure, go for it, whatever. My thought was either way. I'm going to get the same thing out of it. And you didn't really care? You didn't think much of it? No. So when it finally... Because it got like a real release. How long? Yeah. Like two months ago? Maybe two months ago, two, three months ago. Oh, geez, that recently. I mean, it was gone and gone instantly. And what... Like, did he... 300 theaters, 312 theaters. Did he contact you? Was he like, hey, the movie's coming out. We're having a premiere. Yeah, well, he was like, um, where are you when the premiere comes? It's it's, uh, it's going to be this date. I'm like, oh, I'm in Vancouver that weekend. He's was like, it in LA? Yeah. I think they didn't end up doing it because not enough people were available. But I, it's like everyone has super high hopes for their own project. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever worked on something where everyone has it. Even like an independent web movie where everyone isn't already like, well, for, for number two, we'll do that. It's like, just relax, man. There's no sequel. You haven't finished this yet. Right, right, it's, right. It's after it catches on massive, then you can think about. Yeah. But people get ahead of themselves and he was the same way. He was like thinking this yeah, was, was like, going to be huge. Yeah, he was like, can you cancel your weekend in Vancouver? And I was like, no, man. That's how I make my living. He told me not to go up on stage as much and not do podcasts. He was like, you want to like keep it under the radar. You want to keep yourself a low profile because when this comes out, it's going to really be big for you. You mean like not talk about it or not, not do them? Why? Not, not to do my own because I because he well he doesn't really know that much about showbiz itself but he was like <laughs> not a lot of showbiz people but he was like you know keep a low radar so then when you when you when it blows up it'll be a huge launching point I was like why don't I just do the other stuff too and already right. already start moving up and then yeah, it'll still yeah. be a launching point if it's like good what's the difference right right um, um but yeah but uh so then w- when it when have you seen the movie uh, I seen cuts of it a long time ago. And you, but you didn't, ago. like, go... When you were in Vancouver, was it playing in Vancouver? Yeah, it was. And you didn't go to the theater? Uh-uh. Why? You just didn't want to see it? It's just <laughs> not the type of movie I would like. <laughs> and uh, did it... When it came out, did you get, like... Were a lot of people like, hey, man, I saw... Nobody saw I- it. No, the previews. Because he bought... Five, okay, he got a deal. He's a gr- king of fucking getting deals. On, like... That's why the Shamrock stuff kicked off. He just realized there's off-seasons, like, January to, like, March or something. Um, good job, man. Uh, yeah. Where he goes, you can get super cheap late night spots. You know, up till December, it's, it gets expensive, and then afterwards, so he just sold all these fucking right, all this shit late night. So he got the same sort of deal. He got, he said he bought five million dollars worth of advertising for only two million dollars. And was that did it, that include like in theaters, like before movies, or just like know. on TV? I'm trying to think. No, somebody told me they saw it in a, in a preview. How how did it do? Do you know? Terrible. It got like bad reviews. It got four bad Rotten Tomatoes reviews, all negative. Right, right. I want I wanted to be like a hundred negative. Right. I wanted to get like a one or a two, but yeah, over four is like meh. So was that? So you didn't. So you didn't really care. You weren't surprised when that didn't do well. No. You didn't really give a shit. I knew what happened is this will get ripped to the web as soon as it comes out. Something else, and then people that would be into that type of, well, they'll, they'll watch it just like the other ones. Right, right. They'll just get passed around. But do you? I mean, did it help you at all? Or, uh, well, no. There were a lot of commercials for it. So that's what I was gonna say. When you get on a commercial and it's like looks like you're doing, nobody knows if it's gonna be shitty. Right. Like nobody's going to see it. And then they see you and, like, Adrian Brody starring yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So then people, like, comics and stuff, they're like, hey, congratulations on your thing, man. Yeah. Nobody ever sees if you bombed on Conan. Yeah. They just know you got Conan. Exactly. That's all they'll ever know. 
Right, right. No, a that's few true. People might watch it, and then they're like, mm, "Didn't do it well," but then, but then they want to they want to jump in and be like, "It wasn't that good." <laughs> like that's their way of kind of like dealing with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever done this? Is another? Have you ever done any of those late night spots? Never, you, not one. Is it because like you think they're like, "Oh, he's too." I'm dirty. positive that I think I'm too dirty, or I just try it for Kimmel. Yeah, um, but I'm pretty confident now with my stand up, where I'm like, I'll, I'll just do what I do. And it's cool if you don't like it. I'm fine. I'll keep moving forward and make a living. Right, if right. If you do, then yeah, sure. We'll do something together. Yeah. You know? And it's how like if I need a, if I hire like a mover and you're like, oh, I just do plumbing. I'm like, oh, well, then that's cool. I'm, I'm not going to use you. <laughs> right, right. I don't like the way you move things. Yeah, they tell me on Kimmel, they're like, oh, his jokes aren't truncated enough. They want really short jokes. Well, they always, you know, whenever you go up for things like that, if like they don't like you, they don't want you. They just come up with, they'll just come up with anything. Yeah. Like it's like the big thing. Did you ever showcase for Letterman? Mm -mm. Like the big thing is they're always like Eddie Brill, I guess when he still did it, would be like, yeah, you know, like you're just not like personal enough. (laughs) Yeah, he would think of a reason. (laughs) Fuck that guy. He he made Ralphie May on radio one time. Um, He was on the phone. And he made him like do a bit. Like they were like, "Oh, let's Ralph, you try to see." If, and so he just did a bit, and then Eddie Brill just tore it apart. It was about Mexicans and something. They were. He was on the show with him. Yeah, they were all on. He goes, "Well, here's what I'd say. I'd say you, you know, you don't need to necessarily do the racial material. Uh, it's a lot of that. We don't need." Um, they, the, and it was like, "What are you doing?" It, wait, he, the, did Ralphie they ask him to yeah, dissect it? Yeah, he was. He goes like, uh, "Well, let, let's Ralph, let Ralphie try oh, off the yeah. Tonight Show." Or it's a Letterman. Yeah, yeah. And so he just tore it apart. I want to be like, you'd be lucky to have Ralphie May do a five-minute spot on right, Letterman. Right, right, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Well, he's like, he, I've heard this. He says this to tra- people. Like, you have to be, you have to set up who you are and be Shut personal. Up. In the first, like, 30 seconds. Oh, so then he's got a formula. Not everyone fits into a formula. No, I know, I know. Fuck him. Yeah. it's But that's the thing. It's like, you. they always come up with something to say. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, you just... You're like I remember really early on when I did stand up, they'd always be like, "You're just like a white guy." <laughs> yeah, you need your voice. Remember Power <laughs> Entertainment? They gave me that list. Did you ever get the list from Power? I Matt Fulcheron was was one of their clients oh, yeah. long ago, and he told me about the list. Didn't, like, didn't they get him a zero dollar development deal? Um, <laughs> Wasn't that something that happened? I sort of barely well, remember. They, that. they got him. They got him a development deal, but didn't didn't development deals become zero dollar development deals at that time? That's just a meeting. I don't know. I've never heard of that before. Well, because it was after like that whole thing where people were getting development. I got into comedy. Yeah, they were getting right, like million dollar development. Deals. Yeah, I got into comedy like right after every everything. Became but they would still good. get like hundred fifty thousand dollar development deals. Yeah, but that stopped in like two thousand two thousand one, and this happened in like two thousand two. Yeah, they yeah he was like developing a show for. Like uh, with like Castle Rock or something. Oh. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't think they paid him. Yeah. What, what is it? They pay you money to just pay around and like, write. We want to produce this something with you. So we're giving you money to. It's like it's like getting it. If you're for Stephen King, they'll give you money to write a book for us. Yeah. And it's like we'll see what it is later. We'll talk about it later. But we're giving you money just to hold you for the development deal. We're like giving you money to smoke weed with your friends for two months. Exactly. And hopefully write something. Exactly. That's why they stopped doing it. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, because they were like, oh, wait, we're just giving money to comedians to hang out. <laughs> but well, you know, really also, they wouldn't go to another network. If they thought, if they, they right. were massive at like Montreal and stuff, they said like Ray Romano, it's like, it wasn't so much they went to CBS, but the people from ABC was like, hey, why didn't you get him when you saw him there? Did you at least put a bid on him? Exactly. If you didn't put a bid on him, yeah. then, then you're fired. How yeah. did you lose that? Uh huh. Did you, um, but yeah, that happened to Matt, and then they did, I think they. We're developing it, and then this one channel, I think ABC was going to buy it, ABC yeah. Family, and they 
Matt says he still hasn't heard an official no from that. <laughs> that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm still waiting to hear because they were like, yeah, we really like, we're going to let you know by the end of the week. And he was like, oh, great. Me and Ingram have something like that. We're running for some USA show. Did, did you ever have that? Did anyone like, like ever approach you for like doing like a, like develop a show? No. Um, I mean, I had meetings and stuff like what, what you got a couple of times. Um, and what about yeah. and your your um your passive actually last time I think I saw you or one of the last times was when I opened for you doing your special oh yeah when was that December end of December you fucked it up too bad we couldn't use your intro I did yeah I think once you said the name wrong and then another time it was like I right, uh, something like that <laughs> they just said it was like they're like yeah we just couldn't. I said your name wrong yeah. How can I get your name? I think it was wrong? like Ari Schaefer instead of Shafir, or maybe like no. Pause there's no through. way I did that. Yeah. Um. And so then, what did you use? We just had me coming out the clapping. It was fine. Well, I mean, I do remember when I did. I that. I sort of don't mind that. You sort of do, do you remember what? When I did it, they were like, "Okay, go," and no one like announced that I was coming out. Oh yeah, that was dumb. And then I came out, and like people were just staring at me. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey." It's like people never know this is actual comedy. It's not just a production. Right. Got the one guy to go out in there. And it's like, no, they, they won't even know he's coming. I didn't know. I didn't know that I fucked it up so bad. It wasn't so bad. It was a pretty good job warming him up. Um, yeah, it was fine. Um, but, no, that was great. And yeah, what's it called? Passive Aggressive? Uh, Passive Aggressive, yeah. And that's... It's available now. When website. did that come out now? When did that come out? February. February, like late February. And how long is it? 72 minutes. And is that... How long had you done? Well, you did two shows, right? Two shows, yeah. And we so cut you, them together. You, um, and it came out pretty good. Yeah, it was great, man. I was super stoked on it. It looks awesome. And how it's on chill.com. Mm-hmm. And there was no like there was no there was there was no this is what Comedy Central told me once. It was a polite rejection. Right. Um, for what, like a half hour? For a half hour, a few years ago. This yeah. is not me complaining. Um, they were like, You were close. You were definitely on our lines, like here are the couple notes we'd have. Um, they said some of your jokes are too long. And she was like, I don't I'm not telling you what to lose, but like we only have seven minutes. Yeah. Between commercial breaks. So I was like, what do you tell Ralphie May when he, like, somebody big that does your stuff all the time? And we like, she was like, yeah, we tell them they have to limit these jokes. So we edited them down. Right. And I was like, oh. So I didn't have to do any of that. It was just like, every bit will be as long as it's supposed to be. You mean like in this thing? Yeah, in my special. It was just like. Like they never were like, you can't do. Well, well because you don't them. have to worry yeah. about commercials. commercials. Yeah, so it was just like, I'll do whatever I want. The content, length. I was like, I cut it down to 72. And I was like, I can lose another bit, lose another eight. But I'm like, why? Right, right. Let's just keep it in. I did it. Um, and what do you think of that whole thing now? Because like that's become the whole thing is like. Yeah, it's great. Now you can just people, like even mm-hmm. the biggest people just make, just produce their own shit. I think now it's like on the networks. It's back to them. Like your move, guys. Right, right. You keep producing and taking all the credit and saying, we want to do it this way, this way. It's like we're making our own stuff the way we want to now. Yeah. Starting off. It's going to get more and more. Right. We can make our money back and get new fans out of it. Unless and, you're willing to like, come meet us halfway and let us do what we want. And so your thing is like, is it? It's basically available like for like online online downloads. Is mm-hmm. that the main thing? Mm-hmm. And yeah, five bucks at a time. And they had this great thing about like supporting the artists where they would they would like add merchandise with it so people can like get more products to help pay for the production. Same thing, right? Poster, right. limited edition poster, shit like and that. And they kind of like chill dot com. Like they kind of. Are blowing up a little bit, right? Yeah, they did Maria's special too. Because didn't that like kind of blew up? I mm-hmm. heard. Yeah, Maria's was great. It was just her in front of her parents. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's another thing. No network, Comedy Central, HBO, Showtime. None of them would let that happen. Oh yeah, of course not. But she was like, I know my comedy. I know my fans. 
and like they will love this right because i love it and there's no like well we got a theater for four days so you need to do it here instead right right and it's like no i'll do it here yeah my own budget low budget and why did you do yours here? Did, were you going to maybe do it in L.A.? Are they based here? I was thinking of it. I think I went to my next one. There. Uh, no, uh, Michelle and Shannon are based here. The people, that, the directors and the producers. And they, were they kind of like, you should do it here? No, but they knew some th- places here. I hadn't been to New York much, so I was like, nobody here saw my material. I didn't want to get my fans in L.A. Because I'm like, you guys have seen all this. Right. So like, do you, did a lot of the people who came out, did they know you from like the podcast mm-hmm. and stuff? Yeah. Do you yeah. have like an insane amount of podcast listeners and fans? I have, I, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> How long have you been doing your podcast? A couple of years. And uh, it's great, man. People come to shows now, and uh, it, it's like they already know a bit about. How you. long did it take to blow up that one? Because it's pretty huge. It's pretty popular, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost as popular as this one. Almost. I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah. Getting to the McCaff zone. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. It took like a year, maybe maybe less, but I got there kind of early, so that helped a lot. Right. And was was Rogan doing his podcast at that yeah, point? Yeah, Rogan had already started, so I got a lot of those fans, and I started on that network. Were you? Oh, really? Yeah, so I got people knew about it there, and then when I went off on my own, then it was like they already knew about it. And That's his, the hardest part is getting people to know. And his is like huge. His is Rogan's like number massive. one, like, like a lot. Consistently a top five always, yeah, yeah. you know? That, yeah, they switch around. That's like amazing. Because to be that yeah. high, I mean, it's yeah. he gets shit done. He, he he just he just does stuff on Twitter. We were in Australia. We'd done a show in Australia, two shows yeah. the night before, and then he had to do the UFC. I was going to skip it just because I was in Australia. Wait, what does he do for? Is he like an announcer or something or color commentator? Oh, because he's or in that movie play. doing that. Oh yeah, he's playing himself. Here comes the boom. Yeah, he does yeah. That. That's what he does. Um. But uh, I was like, dude, the UFC is like 5 p.m. with the time difference. I'm like, let's do it. Let's find a show and do guest spots. Yeah. And so he was like, okay. And by like one, um, so the club owner was there were helping us for the other show. And she's like, yeah, I can open the doors. He was like, he did it at like 1 p.m. And then sent a tweet about it. Uh, and it filled up that night on a Sunday night on a room that was supposed to be dark that night. Yeah. He just has that much it's just like reach. Quick, yeah, I was like, oh, cool. He'll be here. Yeah. Does he have that? He just has like a huge fan base. It's a cult following. They really? Listen to every word he says. What are his fans like? Are they like varied? Uh, it's it's the meathead UFC fans. But yeah. It's also like the uh, the um, uh, conspiracy theorists, and then it's also like the mushroom heads. You know, Real, like the, the like deadheads or something. Or? Sort of like yeah, there's probably a lot of deadheads in there. Hippies. Right, right. Did uh, you ever tour around with him? Did you? Like, oh yeah, open? all the time. You would open for him and stuff. Yeah, for like years. That helped a shitload. Just getting yeah, massive awesome. crowds. Now you can just walk around with your shirt off in Brooklyn. <laughs> um, I like getting sun. I heard once that like have a sun like helps stop depression. Helps no, it does. It they up. say you should be out. You should get in the sun for at least an hour a day. An hour? I did fifteen minutes. That's what you heard. That's my line. It's like fifteen minutes of direct sunlight. I heard a day. for that it's good for like vitamin B to get your daily supplement of vitamin B from the sun. Is what fifteen minutes? Yeah, fifteen oh, minutes. Okay. Uh, why are you usually just? I just try to make sure up if it's been too many days. Fifteen minutes. Oh no, you know what comedy's like. You wake up at two. Right, right. Get yourself something to eat. I haven't been doing it that much, but yeah, lately. But yeah. Why not? What's your deal? With I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm figuring it out. Have you been getting upset a lot since you've been here? Mm-hmm. I have this theory with comedy because as I seem like my legitimately funny friends dropping out. Carboni's done. Right. Um, Carboni, you said done. Just about. Um. I still do it. I only do it though if it's like a show that I think is like a good show. Yeah. Well, it becomes. This is my theory. It's like you can't. You can't. You know how you can't say youth hostels anymore. 
It's like there was a time in your life you could, but now you're like, gross. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing that you can't do open mics anymore. That's what it is. Yeah. I can't do like shitty shows yeah. anymore. And then if the good clubs haven't opened up their doors to you, then it's like, well, then I just I not, I don't have a place anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So like I'll do like the good shows here, but they're yeah. very – they don't have me on like every week. Right. So it's kind of like – you know, like UCB has a show that's really like Whiplash. Whiplash and yeah. I'll do that, I don't know, maybe like two or three times a year. Because the rotation, yeah, unless you're huge. Yeah, a lot of people want to do it. Sure. Um, so that's how it is. I, uh, it's kind of cool, too, because I don't get like all soured on it, you know. But whatever. Um, I was going to – this is the thing I wanted to talk to you about. I don't even know if you've heard about this. Um, did you hear about that thing? Do you know Sam Morell? Yeah, I talked to him last night about this. The Sadie Doyle thing? Is that her name, Sadie Doyle? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you had you heard about that whole thing? I heard about it in passing. I thought it was when that he did a half hour special and and he was like, no, no, she was just there one night at Caroline's, okay, okay. like just like on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Where'd you see him? Like the cellar or something? Cellar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what uh, what did he say? He, well, do you know the story? Yeah, he made it a. a, a he made joke. like a couple of rape jokes, yeah. my, and she my, wrote like she was like, "Hey, I want to interview you about your set." And he was like, "All right." And then she was like, "Oh, really? Yeah." Oh, she just emailed I she him. Just blogged about it. No, no. She first emailed him kind of like a nice email, like, "Hey, I saw you." Like she just said something like, "You really stood out to me in the show." Oh, like, what? And he was like, "Oh, cool, what yeah." A jerk. And then she was like, "Okay, well, the questions I have are, you know, what, what's with all the rape jokes? And it seems like you really hate women." And he just. It was like kind of like very like attacky. Oh yeah. And so she, he just didn't respond because he was like, I don't. I think I saw him right after, and he showed me the email. He's like, I don't know what to do. Like, should I, should I message her back? And I was like, I mean, it doesn't sound like she's going to give you like a fair. Yeah, shake. she's going to take like a sentence out of context and just uh, and just say he also said women deserve what they get. Right. Right. You know when he could see like you know. Women don't deserve... On one level, women deserve what they get, but mostly... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Like when they do that in movie, like previews, when they'll be like, so-and-so says, great. (laughs) But then you read it, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, this movie is not great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then, like, so then she just wrote the the blog and... uh, and was like, oh, you know, this guy, I tried to contact him, and all he did was tell rape jokes, and this is yeah, the Yeah, they all do that. Like, I tried to contact him, he, he wouldn't tell. And it's like, well, first of all, you're just one of many people contacting everybody all the time. And let me get, here, I'm going to try and take him from here. It's because I pet him, and now she You does, get him, like, all worked up. He, like, pushes, he, like, double punches. He's very, like, bratty, my dog. He just wants attention all the time. Rough. Then what's going to happen? Oh, that's not going to get... No, you... Actually, I think one of the last times you were here, you got rough with him. And he, like, when he gets rough, he just... He gets worked up and he goes crazy. Oh, yeah. Because he's just... He gets, you know, dogs, they want to play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But... I don't know what, like... So, you know, then the, the, the whole thing is, like, these women, they just... They go to comedy, a random comedy show. You will get offended. If you are looking to get offended, even <laughs> yeah. if they leave out the rape jokes, you will get offended. Right. Here's what I realized about it. When people talk about rape culture and all that stuff, this is what I realized lately, like the last few days. It's like we just go to the, the – the way you make a joke is you show something like like crazy as, an, as a, like a metaphor for it. Right. You know what I mean? So the only crazy places you can go, it's like my life is worse than – you have to do some oh, way overboard in order to make the jokes. You just go to the, the furthest reaches. Right. Holocaust, 9-11, AIDS, 
the N word. Do rape. you mean to like kind of like like make, get someone get attention or like kind of make a point? Yeah, where it's like where it's like uh, instead I, of I just being in, like, so my sneakers yeah. are really smelly. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's <laughs> so like an Arab. I, I mean, right? not nothing against that. That's fine if you do if you can make things like like Jim Gaffigan does jokes yeah. just about whatever and they're like hilarious. But if you want to accentuate how you came to a room and everyone looked at you. You don't just say, they looked at me. It was kind of weird. You say, they looked at me like I just came and yelled out nigger. Right. You know what I mean? That's like you're trying to show through humor, through the crazy example of what it was like. Right, right. One of those is rape. Like, I just raped your mother. Well, that would be a horrible thing to do to someone. So then they would look at you negatively. Right, right. That's how you're using it. Yeah. And some people don't want you using the rape either to point out another joke or to make a joke about rape in general. What did you think about, like, the whole, like... Yeah, because I don't know if you read anything about this thing that happened. Because what happened is Kurt Metzger, you know him. Yeah, I love Metzger. He, like, jumped That's in. when I started seeing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's hilarious because he always, like, gets involved. He gets really angry and worked up, and he just can't keep his can't typewriter go. shut. Yeah. Or he just can't. Um, he's addicted to Facebook. Yeah, he and he gets he goes off on these like you know not vendettas but I don't know like he was you could tell he was just so mad at this woman stuck on and something. then did you see what he did he like tried to pretend like he was behind the whole thing that he was the woman uh-huh. and that she didn't really exist which I, which I thought was a really he was like look this was a thing that I fabricated she's not a real person I'm her I oh started, really like which I thought was a funny way to deal with it because yeah. it seemed it did seem believable. And it was kind of like, oh, my God, you're making her seem not like a real person now. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That's, That's like idea. really taking away her power. The thing that's annoying about it to, about it to me is just like people take – a lot of these people take stances against these things that they're outraged by. But it's, it's they're not doing it – they act like they're doing it in a way to, like, to benefit society. But they're not like – they're really not trying to help anybody. No, like they, when the Tosh thing happened. What, yeah. Like you remember that? That was all over L.A. Yeah, the Tosh stuff. That was huge, right? Yeah. And it made me feel weird about using the word rape on stage. Like, I would start to go into something. And I, and I remember for, like, a week, it crossed my mind where I was like, oh, I'm holding back now. Right. Because I'm worried. Or, or if the crowd knows. So that even if they've heard about it enough, that now when you say rape, I'm like, ooh. Right, right. And they wouldn't have before. They just know that it might be controversy. Yeah. So it's just another word you can that they can, like, go ooh on. Like, kind of like if you're doing For a week, it. I was afraid of that. Right. But then you got over it. Yeah. And then you start raping people. Again. But once I raped somebody, yeah, I realized, like, yeah, oh. yeah, that's good. Everything calmed down. Um, yeah, it's just. Honestly, have you ever had that? Have you ever had someone like? I mean, you probably have. Had to, did you, offended, people sure. email you about shows or like after yeah, a show? Be like, like I didn't like that mm-hmm. that you. Raped they wanted someone about abortion, and they were mad about that. But it's like if you've actually been through it, you'll know it's no laughing matter. Here's the deal. What is your thing about what you like? There's no line. They said like you know one one fourth of women have been raped. And you're like, okay, so what's the exact amount of people? What's the exact percentage right. that I'll know that now I can, I'm allowed to say it? <laughs> someone died in 9-11, so I can't make a 9-11 joke? Yeah. Someone, okay, somebody had cancer. I can't use that as a joke? Yeah. Like, oh, what's the what's the exact fucking number? Yeah, well, when does it end? Well, where yeah. does it end where, where like, someone's going to make the rules of what we can talk about? Of what everyone about. can listen to. Yeah. And then it was really annoying because she was like, well, Louis Seek. Well, first she was like, oh, Louis Seek. Louis Seek can do it because he, he's Well, first funny. she was like, he doesn't do things like that. And people were like, yes, he does and then people are like but he can do it well and it's like so you're because if you're really good you can do it yeah, that's what he said about tosh too yeah first of all that's, that has nothing to do with whether or not you should be allowed to cover it that has something to do with whether you feel uncomfortable when the comic's doing it yeah remember that guy ari david no oh, it was like an open mic but when they did when they did some uh that dick it was like right that after dick. when they did some show he just yelled out he just said nigger like 40 times on stage yeah on stage or some at that at that uh rehab like coffee shop on sunset 
Uh, okay, like that was a was that like a while ago? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was around? yeah, yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, and it just was uncomfortable for everyone, myself included, in the audience. Is he like, crazy or is he's he just trying to be edgy? He yeah. wasn't doing it well. You yeah. know how when you start, it's like that's you don't know what your you're doing. bit. <laughs> 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 that's what Bonnie McFarlane said after that Kramer thing happened. She was like, "Did he? I heard he stole that from you." Who said that? <laughs> Bonnie McFarlane. Oh, uh, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but it's like you're not letting someone just do what, just do whatever, right? And then right. you'll find out if it's good. It's also, with Tosh, like a good person would have handled it. I guarantee Tosh is hilarious. Yeah, and that joke killed that night. Right. It wasn't there. It did really well. When it's not doing well is when somebody writes it on paper. Instead of, like, leading an audience, getting with you over 10 minutes. Well, you know the right, subject right. you can't open with, religion stuff you can't open with. Right. You know, you have to wait. You have to build up a rapport with the audience. Now they know you. They know what, you, what you're going to say tongue-in-cheek. It's not like coming right out, you know. And, and they and they know. People yeah. know what Tosh, so what they're ne- in for. You've negated that because you've written it down. Also, you're not a fucking comic, so you're not writing it right. Yeah. You know? You no, to, no, yeah. And, they, you know, they leave out. It's very, like, so, it's very selective. Yeah. And, uh so with the so Sam thing, did, it, did with, well. with Sam Morell, it was just kind of like, and then the other thing is just like, so if you're so angered by these rape jokes, it's like, are you going to call it like that week? I was watching Amy Schumer's show and uh-huh. she does like a rape bit on it, and I'm yeah. like, so what about her? What yeah, about what like about that? so now? But it's all right for like yeah, the where women is that? To do that's it? a lot further. That's a lot more widespread than I know. Comedy Sam club doing Caroline's with like 150 like, people. It was just like such a weird like. This is my line. Everyone's just outraged and like on a soapbox and like, oh, you know, like Sam is the problem with rape culture. Was, he, has these two, yeah. he has these two like very clever rape jokes. Well, I saw that thing with Norton and and, on, and that Jezebel writer about rape jokes. What, oh, what happened? It was on Kamal Bell's show. You can see it online. But they just uh, went back and forth with each other. Norton's main point was like, you can be upset because I was like, I'm not trying to say I'm, you have your free speech. I have mine. He goes, yeah, absolutely. Be offended. That's fine. Just don't try to get us in trouble. Yeah. She's like, what's trouble mean? She goes, trouble means... Going after advertisers, saying pull their advertiser, thereby firing us off a show. Right. That's where you go too far. Is that what? Oh, is that what happened with Tosh? No, oh, but yeah. that's what they always look for. They try to put pressure on CBS Radio to fire whomever. Did, has has Norton had that? I'm sure. Yeah, with with Open Anthony, they got put on leave because some homeless uh, guy made a rape joke. Uh, it's like they're mocking a homeless guy, and they took it out of context. It wasn't even a rape joke. It was just like he was saying he was going to make love to a few people until they loved him. Right. Um, okay. But like. But like I'm gonna make love hard to her, and they were just mocking this homeless guy. She was talking. He was talking about like Condoleezza Rice and the Queen. Right, right. And it was just like ridiculous. But they got fired because somebody got upset, so they got thrown off the air for a month. It's just a weird thing, like especially because I feel like a lot of times, like some she was people never gonna watch anyway. She was I just feel like like some comedian, certain comedians, like like. It's like if a feminist, hardcore feminist who doesn't really go to comedy shows goes to the cellar. Yeah. Th- those two be- things aren't going to mix yeah. well. Like, you're not going to find a yeah, real... like, what are you doing here? It's going to a I punk know. show, a hardcore punk band, and be like, hey, um, where's the line dancing? I want line dancing. <laughs> and it's like, you just look what you want, man. This isn't for you. Go find some Christian comedy. Right, right. It's like me going to, like, a gay S&M, like, place. Or yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I don't like this. This jukebox sucks. I'm really, and like, emailing them. Like, I didn't like the way you guys were butt fucking. It's like, <laughs> yeah. don't come here. Here's what I, Metzger told me once. It's it was like, I think it was Metzger. It's like, well, people get offended. And then the response to that is, so what? So why is your being offended more powerful than that guy being entertained? Yeah. And that guy being sad and that person being happy? And like, why is offended the one we all got to worry about? Yeah. Like all these. Uh, all right. So be offended. And there are people who like their entire lives are 
centered around finding things to be upset uh-huh. about and outraged about. I got thrown out of a show in Ontario. The venue got pulled because a blogger wrote. Really? Uh-huh. What did they say? Just He watched ten set, ten, uh, one minute, 60 seconds of one Amazing Races clip and said, this is not the kind of thing we want uh, in our town of London, Ontario. It's racist. It's without merit. One minute, he wrote, it's there. I could only watch He's the first like, minute. He's like, this is amazing. It it's yeah. racist. <laughs> yeah. He was just so <laughs> against it. And he was like, the APK, this, this, they shouldn't put the stuff on like this. I'm leading a boycott if they put something this, like, this on. That's going out of your way. Yeah. And based on what? Based on watching one minute of a sketch I did yes. 10 years ago? That's yeah. what you're basing your – that's nothing to do with my stand When did that happen? Last month. Oh, this just ago. happened? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So wait, what, one of the shows got pulled? Or? Yeah, this show in London, London, Ontario. Oh, wow. Until they found another venue for it. But the fact that we even had to worry about it, it didn't end up being the worst thing in the world. But it could have been. Did you ever? Went after my livelihood saying no one, no one should be able to get entertained by this. Because right, right. He's offended by something I once did. Is Canada a little bit like. No, they're really British? laid back about shit. Uh uh-uh, uh. They're really laid back about that shit. It was really? just a blog. Same sort of thing. Just a blogger. And people online can get really upset. They're like, yeah. Oh, you got a Facebook page? Like. I'll, I'll, you know. Right, right. Like, and I challenged them. I was like, I will dare someone to actually show up with a picket sign. People are way too lazy. Yeah. It's easy to go like, yeah, I'm against racism. So the club, all they heard was a bunch of calls right. saying, well, what's this fucking racist? And they're like, all right, it's not worth it. Let's just get out of this. You can pressure people to cancel anybody's show. Yeah. Just say anyone's a racist, anyone's a misogynist. And then the club will just be like, uh, what? I got 40 calls? All right, forget it. Yeah, yeah. Or the, or well, the advertising get, agency. Everyone just gets scared. Yeah. Like, people get scared really easily. Because they, they don't want to fuck their business up. And All like, you got to do is one time say to everybody, like, well, fuck you. Don't watch if you don't want to watch. And right, it goes away right. instantly. Yeah, yeah. When fucking Sarah Silverman apologized for that chink joke. What, did she, I got so when, mad. When did she tell, what did she tell? Did she tell that on Conan? Conan, yeah. The old Conan. Did she, is that Conan. the one where she writes, I love chanks? Uh-huh. At, like, jury tra- duty? Tra- it's just, it's not even... She's trying to get a jury duty? Yeah, so it's like, what can I say ridiculous? Same sort of thing I was saying before. <laughs> What's the most ridiculous thing to say to get out of it? Right. And so she's like, just let's go for... I hate niggers. You right. know? Like, that would be the best. And she goes, well, well, that's a tough one. Does she say that? No, I don't think she does. She does it, yeah. I think she goes straight with... Uh, she goes, well, I hate chinks. And then I thought, well, no, I don't. So let's go the other way. I love chinks. I love chinks. <laughs> That's why I got excused from I think she I jury think, duty. I think she uh, – all right, my dog is uh, – hey, hey. He's really upset about that Sarah Silverman joke too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they put pressure on her. He's like, it's a terrible word. Who did, where did she apologize? Like on something? Or? Uh, uh, yeah, she put up a press release or something. I don't really remember actually. I remember they were being an apology, but I don't – I don't remember there being it. I mean, I, yeah, I remember did. when that was like a big thing. I heard she regretted it later. Really? But I'm like, you bow to the pressure because people were going to like boycott you and say you can't come to your shows and stuff. And you're like, this will go away if I just say I'm sorry. Instead of going, no, this isn't a racist joke. It's a joke that uses racism as a ploy to get out of something. Hang on. I'm going to get That's the joke. My... It's all right. They made me so mad. I was like, why would you apologize? You get them more ammunition that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm back now. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that is kind of that's kind of shitty. That and yeah. a lot of people were mad that Tosh uh, apologized. I was too, until I read the apology. What did it say? It I'm said, sorry that I raped you. No, it said I'm so sorry that you can't take a joke and that you have a worthless sense of humor and you come into comedy clubs to get offended. That is the apology. Yeah, it was almost exactly like that. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. You're a moron. But please never come to a fucking show again. 
because you're the worst audience members. The rest of the crowd was fucking happy with when I started telling you to get raped. Right. How annoying an audience member you were. <laughs> we're listening to hecklers. That's what's happening with bloggers now. Right. We are right, listening right. to people who go home and heckle them. And go, well, well now, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. He just attacked me for no reason. Now we're giving those people forums. I know this happened like a year ago, but what, what did he say? Like he said something like, "Wouldn't it be?" She was like, "I'm offended." He was like, "Wouldn't it be funny if you got raped right now or something?" Yeah, he made a rape joke. She was like, she was heckling the whole time, kept yeah. interrupting him. She's like, "Well, I'm offended." He goes, "Yeah." It's like, "Wouldn't it be funny if you got raped right now?" Meanwhile, it's the same exact joke as if I was talking about getting mugged and somebody said, "Hey, my brother actually got mugged." And he's serious. I was like, "Wouldn't it be funny if you got mugged right now?" Right. Same format of a joke. Yeah, but rape. Once you throw rape in, yeah. It's like uh, well, people have been mugged before. Yeah, that's, now that, that's uh, yeah. It's a. I mean, I I know this isn't. I mean, rape is worse than a mugging, sure. But it's like, there's no in line where it has to be. This you've gone too far, right? Right. Then, and then that, all that means if what's his name, Patrice O'Neill did a cool one on like MSNBC once. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, where he's like the camera guys are laughing, and he's like, "Stop laughing." Yeah, yeah. Well, she's the, outraged. Yeah, that's the big thing. She's saying how outrageous. Um, guys, stop. She's outraged. Stop laughing. Do you um? Yeah, did you do a joke? I, I'm sorry. Where like you had, where you said the n word in the or do you now? I used to. I remember you did like a while ago. Oh yeah, yeah. How yeah, does yeah. that go over? It was like it usually went over a little weird. But I said I like I, I wanted to use that word. I'll stand by it now, even though I used to be a shitty comic. It was how Jews used to run the NBA. Used to be in the NBA. The, the <laughs> basketball players, the best ones, were Jews. Right. Best, oh really? Best boxers were Jews yeah, for a long yeah. time. And wow. I was like, we were the Things original niggers. Oh okay. Because like people look down on us. And I intentionally used that word instead of black people. Yeah. Like, it was like we were the ones that everyone, like, oh, get this fucking And how would that, like, would you get... It got a little weird. One time, though, it was great. I already built up a rapport with the crowd. Would you do the Apollo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this really chubby, like, jovial black guy was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, man, it's nigga. It's nigga. Uh, like, that's one the of not offensive yeah. one. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were on on the same team. It wasn't like he was offended. He was just yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah. We were all talking back. helping. Yeah, I was like, oh, so it's always nigga, and then it's okay? He goes, totally. And I was like, okay, so if I said, hey, you dirty, filthy nigga. I don't want to hire a nigga to work in my company and not a fucking, not a single nigga would date my daughter. And he was just dying laughing. Where was this? Comedy store. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he was like, yes, that's ridiculous. That's not what I mean. He was laughing. Some blogger could have written, I right, already right. yelled the N-word at a fucking black man seven straight times. Yeah, yeah. And no, everyone would have been outraged. I just remember when, like, Zach Galifianakis, like, when I would see him, or, like, 2001, he would do that. Get out of my sandbox, nigger. <laughs> <laughs> and I just always well he that one and he does the thing like I'm from the south and when I get drunk my accent starts to come out and he, I start to say things like y'all and then n word yeah. sorry I don't I, um but uh you don't even feel comfortable he doesn't say the talk N-word. about it I know I know the I, problem is I, when if he would get in a lot of trouble for that or or when Sarah Silverman has to apologize or when somebody gets like thrown off the air then the next guy who's coming close to that line has to think twice and like pull it back. Right, so you're right. there by censoring all comedy. Yeah. I you just know? think it's a weird – comedy, especially stand-up comedy, becomes a really easy scapegoat. I just feel yeah. like every, you know, like everyone shits on it because they look at it – a lot of people look at it as like nothing. They look at it as just like assholes getting on stage and talking. Right. Like they literally – I remember seeing an interview with Bill Maher right after James Franco and Anne Hathaway hosted the Oscars yeah. and how that was such a debacle. And he was kind of saying how – that's how people view stand like comedy or a host. They just look at it as like it's just talking. Like you right. just go up Anyone and like so James Franco's really charming and he was funny in that movie, so he should just go on stage and talk. You know, I don't yeah. know if you saw that, but they were like uh, awful. 
Yeah, they're horrible. They because they don't have shows. any chops. Right. Yeah, it's uh, hard just to suddenly be good at timing. Yeah, the there's so many things that people don't. You know, like being. It's hard even for real comics to go from clubs to theaters because like there's a different timing for gigantic like rooms. Right. Right. For big audiences. No, it, so it's like you're expecting them to just know it. There's a lot of stuff like you know nerves. It's very like the whole idea of making it seem yeah, like you're like just you're just like it's just off know. the cuff and it's just like oh yeah here's the thing. But it's they so don't like give that any respect at all. They don't give that. No, any I respect. know, but I think it's also because people don't know. People don't realize how hard it is. But whatever. This is the old argument of whatever. Um, so I just wanted to talk. Usually on this podcast, we I talk about movies. Yeah. Are you into movies? Somewhat. They've kind of lost me for a while, though. Have you seen a movie in the theater lately? What was the last movie Star you saw Trek in the theater? Into Darkness. Did you like that? Are you a Star Trek fan? Next Generation I got into first, and then Deep Space Nine later. Never I, the originals. I never ever. I saw the movies, the last yeah. two movies. I mean, they're, yeah, they're good, but you don't really need to like Star Trek to like those. No, not at all. Those and are also, basically Star Wars. They were good until... You know how a movie? Forget the crazy setups. There's a Spider-Man. Let's just you know how some things you can you can like. Okay, I'll leap with you here. Like with Spider-Man, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I'll take the leap that there is a spider that bit a guy. And now he has superhuman powers. Right, right. But I can't take the leap where he just happens to like like crash into the bad guy and kill him by accident. Would, you know does that I mean? happen? No, but if something like that would happen, like he just happened to be here, it's like right. nah. Like you lose people on that. Yeah, yeah. So like with Star Trek, like it was all pretty good. But so, this is what the movies do sometimes. Like they'll they'll go that way, but then they'll do something like completely unbelievable. They'll just they always hit it off. Boys and girls always hit it off. It's just it's just wait in all movies in just certain just in, movies. In, in lots of movies just in film and in do general. you have a specific example? Yeah, well, in Star Trek where the, where he like died in the fucking radiation chamber, right? And then and they're then like, I was die. like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, Star Trek. Like this is legitimate. Yeah, yeah. If, if a fucking captain is constantly on away missions, he would one of them would get killed, right? And if he went in there, fuck yeah, they die. and then they're like. Oh, we brought you back to life. Because, oh, like, fuck uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Star Trek. I was a little... I Come on. I was really mad because... Um, you can't get into it the whole time because you're like, I know they're going to betray me now. Did you really think that they were, he was going to be dead? I thought if they had fucking guts, they'd go for it. If you yeah. set up, somebody goes in and, and gives himself <laughs> yeah. up, you can't just save him like it's nothing. But, Shh. yeah, that did because then they were like, oh, yeah, we have the blood that saves anyone. Yeah. You ever see End of Watch? Remember... Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. And that was legitimate endings. It's like, as it went, I was like, oh. One of them dies, right? Yeah. But but the one you think is going to die doesn't die. They both get killed. No, no, they don't. In End of Watch? Yeah, one of them gets killed. The other comes up on him. And that's when while he's like helping his buddy that's dead. They come up and shoot him in the head. You mean Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. No, Jake Gyllenhaal lives. Oh, maybe they shot him and he was almost he dead. He thinks he's dead. Yeah, he yeah, thinks yeah, he's going to yeah. die and then they kill him. Right. But still, I mean. Yeah, but he got shot. No, the guy. Times. No, it's a good. Uh, yeah. I like that movie. The only thing is it was like South, the show Southland is a movie. Oh, right. I mean, which I, is good. But, but it was I mean, just like realistic. It's like if everyone's shooting at you, you're not going to make out of this. Right, right. If you have seven people shooting at you. So you get mad when they live. At the, yeah. When it's they just should like live. too much. Right. Did you Have you heard of the movie The Purge? I've heard of it, yeah. Have you? You haven't seen it? Uh-uh. Um, I'm about to ruin this for anyone who's listening, but uh, Ethan Hawke dies at the end. Oh, wow. Cool. And he, yeah, I was pretty surprised. It's like actually. when they do that, it's like, you, you'll get me. You'll, yeah, I think. I, I'm always like, te- when they start doing it, always, like when Star Trek, when that happened, I was like, uh, like I wouldn't allow myself to fully believe they went, made a badass, cool move. Yeah, they, I knew that something. I, yeah. I was actually mad because I was like, when, when they, I was like, but how are they going to do it? How are they going to do the it? The Avengers killed off their accountant. Who who they kill? Off? The guy in the suit. 
Remember who's they the all actor? mourned for him. It was the guy who got everybody who said, "Hey, we need you for a mission." Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember those movies. He all those superhero movies just yeah. blend together now. Yeah. It's just they're all the same thing. You know, it, every I just saw the new Iron Man, and it's like, How was it? Iron I mean, Man it's so fine. Sexy. I mean, they're all the same. Like, there's yeah. always a scene where Iron Man's getting beaten up and he's losing, and then it's and the then, same Rocky format. It's like up, 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 down, down, insurmountable, but, down, and right back up. And then Iron Man gets strong again. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, now he's strong again. He's beating the guy. Up. It's just like, okay. I mean, they're good. They they're just kind of it's the same thing. They have to figure out new ways to like kind of make it interesting. Um, Here's but, why I like certain directors because they'll show like reality. Like who do you like? Like I if, like Kubrick. I like I like even John Waters. I, I'm I'm okay with. But like Spielberg, I can't stand because like in, really? his, in his world, everything's always going to turn out okay. Yeah, you know, from the start to the finish. Even the fucking Jaws, everything turns out okay. The guy beats her. Well, that's kind of you know he. Uh, it's like a, it's not the way the world works. AI, yeah, you know, AI was supposed to be Kubrick. I know, and then so he ruined it. He's like, well, now you got reunited one last time. Someone did. <laughs> someone made it. Well, yeah, someone made a comment that Kubrick never would have done that. Because what? Yeah, that's the thing they say is that like uh, Spielberg needs his happy he, endings. He made a Kubrick. He took a Kubrick movie and made it because that yeah. part of AI at the end where he, you know, whatever the aliens come down and they're like, hey. We uh, know who your mom is, or something. And they're like, we figured out a way where we can bring your mom back, but only long enough to make the audience cry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like you know, it's basically like we can bring her back for one day. I'm like, what? Like that's weird. Yeah. Like why is it only one day? Yeah. So then, like they bring the mom back for what? I mean, and it's it's really sad, but it's kind of it's like that movie. You ever seen the Nicolas Cage movie called Next? Uh. Uh-uh. It's about he can see into the future, but he yeah. can only see two minutes into the future. Oh, weird. <laughs> so, like, he'll see certain things that are going to happen in two minutes. So, like, if someone's shooting it. But it's so stupid because then, like, people are shooting at him, and then he just dodges bullets because he knows they're going to be shooting at But it's like, I know you can see in the future, but dodging bullets is not yeah, that easy. They would, uh, yeah, you know exactly the fucking... Well, I, even if I knew someone was going to be shooting at me, I wouldn't be able to, like, dodge And the, the exact bullet. right second, you're going to dodge? Yeah, yeah. So, But I, it was that same thing where it's like, too far. Uh, you can see in the future, but only two minutes. And it's yeah. like, what? That's Why does this have, like, time limits? Or when they have regular people suddenly be badass fighters. And start being able like after because they're on the run for like two weeks now they can fucking knock out a fucking TSA like what, agent. Like what you mean like born identity or something or like just no that guy was trained for that yeah that I get but like uh, twenty eight days later it's like suddenly you know how to operate a machine gun right right and like you don't because he's on the that. run from things yeah and it's like you, that, when did you get these powers right right no to fucking operate I wouldn't even know how to take a safety <laughs> off it take me like an hour yeah to yeah figure out, like, that oh, wouldn't fuck. be as good a movie though no it wasn't you trying to get the safety off but like if you were trained if you were in the army then <laughs> yeah. I get it but if you're just some guy then no I know but also I just saw this is the end have you heard no of I've it? heard of it but yeah do you want to see that yeah it looks okay do you um, like those guys sometimes. Like, you know, Do you think it looks a little like I feel much? Like they're they're that, all available to me, too much. Yeah, like they're in everything. Yeah, and they're not always good. That's they're, a little bit. Which they're the only of, ones that are good, but they're not good. You know, not all of them, or not just, all of them all the time. Right. So it's like inconsistent. It's like well, it's the best of what we got offered. Yeah, all those guys. Like you know, it. it no I, I, I kind of didn't want to like it, but it, it's kind of like a classic movie. Really? Oh, that's cool. I mean, it funny. it's since you know the, those guys when they're on. I, I mean, are like yeah. really good. And I, it was kind of like, yeah, I don't want to like this, but because it's just 
I don't know. It almost looks like too much of a vanity thing. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I, I had to admit that it was good. That's cool. But we it's were talking. They can do shit they want. Just make weirdo. I know it's 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 also that too. They're just kind of like, oh, I want to make a movie with like, give me thirty million dollars. But um, we were also talking before this. You, you said you just watched Boys in the Hood again. Yeah, man, it's really <laughs> disappointing. But you had seen it. You, did you see it when it first came yeah, out? I, I don't did you like it, it when you first I loved came it? Out? It was so good. Yeah, it was so good. I couldn't believe it. When I got lost his virginity, I was like the whole thing, the way his, da- his dad or stepdad would like smell him. Like, did you lose your virginity? Right, right. All, the whole thing was amazing. Looking back, the acting, horrible. Writing, When dialogue, did you watch it again? Horrible. Six months ago. And did we, it was just on TV or something? I or? think, yeah, I don't know where I watched it. It might have been on HBO or it might have been... Uh, and what did you, it. like, what did you mainly hate about it? Uh, completely unbelievable. People get into fights for no reasons. Like, they haven't crossed the T's and dotted the I's. Of like it's just like like okay. what what people don't get like the guy who's angry and shoots the fucking runner just shoots the quarterback at the end yeah no that's oh and then the mom that's a big acting moment when you get to come out and like you come out what are you, what's your what's why are you guys making so much noise and yeah. then you get to like see your son dead yeah as an actor it's like these are cool moments I'll go from one extreme to the other yeah I won't know what's coming it's so bad. She's bad in it? Yeah. And she's a good actress. Who is that? Just some lady who's been in a been thousand stuff. things. Yeah. yeah. She goes, would you boys keep it? No, no. It was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. It uh, was horrible. I also hated they, they, when they drag him. He's like bleeding and dead. And they just drag him into the living room. Uh-huh, you know, yeah. like, oh, let's put him on the sofa. In the middle of the <laughs> it's like, what, why don't you leave him outside? Yeah, leave him. Call the ambulance. Um is there anything? What about, did you? I I still kind of like that movie. No, you haven't seen it again. No, I ha- I saw it not that long. Boys ago. in the Hood. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of Angels in the Outfield. Actually, <laughs> um, what any what else about it is trite to you? Just I don't know. It's really shitty. It's been a while now, but I'm like, this is really. Not what about the at all. end monologue when he's like, um, Ice Cube is talking to him and he's like, they don't know. Well, how does that go? I forgot about that. At the end, you know they kill because you know they're they're gonna go get revenge. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, he decides not to go. Yeah, and yeah. then the next morning, uh, Ice Cube is like goes to Cuba Gooding Jr. and he's like, you know, he just gives this long monologue about how you know it was out of place, wasn't it? I mean, I I, I thought it was. All right. It's also Ice Cube being like a pretty good actor, and Ice Cube had not done anything yet right. except be like a gangster rapper. Um. It's and it ends and he's just kind of like, but then he died. Like it's like he leaves and it's like oh, and then he died like two weeks later. <laughs> so you loved it? Did you see Menace to Society? No. Oh wait, a long time ago. Yeah, was that's that kind of that like was, that was the the rap guy. The rap guy? Yeah. <laughs> Tupac? Was no, he he's that? not. He he was supposed to be in it. Oh. And then he uh, they fired him because he was being a dick or something. Oh, really? Yeah. The Hughes brothers made it. Do you know who they are? No. They like are these directing guys. And they there's a big thing because then Tupac was mad that he got fired and he beat one of them up on the set. Like he, he, sho- he showed up to the set with his like homeboys and they like beat him. And Tupac like went to jail for it. Oh, yeah. He should have. It's just aggravated assault. Intentional. Right, right. You're, um, allowed, to not get, you're allowed to get fired. I'm... Yeah, no, no, it was really, but it was after he got fired. Yeah, yeah, it was, it it was kind of, you know, they talk about it was like when he was sort of like on this downward spiral. Like, do you, have you ever followed Mm -mm, Tupac or like, Uh -uh. um, he, yeah, he really was a very compelling like life to watch because everything just like imploded. He was a rich kid, wasn't he? 
No, I think he no no. He yeah. Well, you arts. really don't know about. No, he was like really poor. Did he go to school of the arts? He went to the school of the arts, but he wasn't rich. He just like you know it's a public school. Oh really? I went to the 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 art school here. He went to the one that, that was in like DC. That's yeah, why Baltimore, I, I would like, like a but like Nikki Minaj went to my high school. Oh really? But she I was gone. Pu- wait, art school art schools are just public schools. Anyone just goes there? They you can like- audition. You have to audition okay, to okay. get in. That's and then the thing. It's public. Okay. It's free. It's just you. Can't, it, they don't just take anyone. You have oh, to like I get, get it. in. I get it. Okay. So that's why it was like a big deal. You know, like when he got in. Right. Um. Yeah. So that's that. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Too many movies just make me angry at movies. I'm like, that's not good. Are you not? Do you like? Do you not go see movies a lot? It's it's really gone down. I've gotten up a little bit where it's just like I just I expect a good movie like Argo and people are like oh Argo is great. I'm like Argo was a good solid movie. Yeah. It was only great because you're expecting – it's like if you've seen six straight female comics and you see a male comic. You're like, oh, my God. You <laughs> are amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? You should do this for a living. Because, like uh, – We've so used to shitbox movies. Right. And when something comes out that's a solid B+. Plus. It's a solid B+. Plus. No, Argo's like a – it's like good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. And it's, everything's justified. It's all like holds together. Did you see Django? Uh-huh. Did you like that? Yeah, but that's probably my least favorite Tar- Tarantino movie. Oh really? Do you yeah. like him? Yeah, but um, yes, I do. I, he's my favorite. He is. Yeah, I love him. What's his your favorite movie of his? Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Yeah. yeah, I thought Django was really good. I love Tarantino too, well, but I haven't liked a lot. I liked Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards was great, but there's that moment where Jamie Foxx is trying to decide if he should take his gun out of the table underneath the table because the old fucking slave master. Yeah, yeah, it's like showing the whip marks. Yeah, and so he's like, "Should I take it out? Should I take it out?" And you're like, oh, and you're supposed to be like, oh no, don't, because you all get slaughtered if you take it out. Right. Well, one, you won't get slaughtered because apparently you can outshoot fucking seventy people. Yeah. Also, don't like that. But two, I didn't feel it. You know how in Inglorious Bastards, when he's like, let me pour you some coffee. Um, I think about this fresh coffee, and she's like, "Does he know who I am?" The girl, yeah, uh, yeah when he first sees Does her, does he again. know who the fuck I am? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Uh, you know how tense that was. Like, is she gonna get up and run? Yeah, what yeah. Is, you know. There was no tense. That was the same scene in Django. Well, what there was did, no tension. What did you think? Well, also the scene in Inglorious Bastards where they're in the bar and the guy won't leave them alone. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Tense. Yeah. There's none of those moments I thought here. that scene in Django was pretty tense. Nah, I, yeah, I mean, it didn't drag me in. didn't pull me in. I really loved Django. I saw it in the theater three times. I loved it. And uh-huh. then I just rented it and I didn't like it as much. I mean, it's good, but it's a little bit... There's Too not much a lot fake of fake blood. And it's like, I get it. It's like, well, that's what Tarantino does. He didn't always do that. He didn't do it was always do that gory, over the top, bad special effects. It's cool. You experiment with it. You mean, you mean in Django with like how so much blood's coming out? Yeah, and it looks so fake. But the like, other ones were pretty bloody, like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and, but it looked like real blood. Yeah, that's true. This was like the stylized, like, yeah. dude, you did that for Grindhouse. You did that. Did you see Now what it's did, like constantly you're doing that. What did you think of that? Grindhouse? Yeah. Cool experiment. What was his thing? Death Proof? I thought that was such shit. I thought it wasn't the greatest, but it was a pretty cool chase scene. I thought it was so boring. Let's get one of those old style... Like French Connection chase scenes, but I, it was just you know, like okay, but, but then it's gotta be around a story. But then there's an hour of girls just talking. Yeah, yeah. that's when I did, and people love death. People are like it's so good. I'm like really, it's like yeah, you forgot about that, that girls talking thing. Like get to it's it. It's like an hour of them talking just about like my boyfriend is a jerk and yeah, he fucked me and, and I'm like what is this? Is a Tarantino yeah. movie? Yeah, well, uh, it's Pulp Fiction. Even though they're like. Talking about what's the, the McBLT or whatever. Yeah, that's great. The McRib is it's actually the quarter pound is the Roy- Royale with cheese. Yeah, all that yeah. Stuff. But they're on their way to murder someone, and that scene is like five minutes. Yeah, and it's not too long. No, it's not, and it's, it's funny. And it's pretty funny. No, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. 
that whole conversation is great. I think he's challenging himself to like he, he's a great at writing dialogue. Well, I think what might have happened to to female and, dialogue. And I think what might have happened is Grindhouse movies are apparently a lot of them are really bad. Oh right, and so boring. He's so to I that. think he was like it, it almost it might it almost might be he's too good a filmmaker because he right. did it so well that he like made a bad boring movie. See, but it's me, like I don't like want to watch yeah, that. They should be influenced by those old Grindhouse things, but, right? But now we'll do a modern spin on it. Obviously, if you want to do like, well, now we have better technology, so let's do that shit in yeah, a, in a better let's way. Make it. Did you see the other one in that Planet Terror? Yeah, was how I didn't even see that oh, one. Oh, really? It was better. Really? Um, Rodriguez's. Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was about. But I don't like to use words better, but like, yeah, better. Um, what about um, uh, also? You know, same grindhousey. Like, I didn't mind the gore for that, the fake blood for that. Right, but right. Django. I'm like, what are we doing here? Why you mean like it's the later? last part when he's? Yeah, you know how they had that Tarantino shot of like someone will turn and then they'll go. Wow. Yeah, the yeah. Will go right up to their face. It's like, dude, it's getting old. <laughs> it's getting old. Right, right. It wasn't always your thing. Doesn't have to continue being your thing. And you've seen comics do the same shit. Where they latch on to one cool like catchphrase and then they keep trying to say it, so it keeps getting laughs. Right, I think right. Tarantino's gone to the well too many times, and now it's time to get back to just regular filmmaking. Really? So you really didn't like that movie? I thought it was like a you know not from what I expected from Tarantino. I right, thought it was right. a B plus. What? Um... You know, same sort of thing, B plus. But it's like I, I man, I love that guy. Everything he's done. Kill really? Bill. You I like Kill love Bill? Kill Bill. Yeah. I like Jackie Brown a lot. Yeah, I really like Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. The only problem I had is like it's right after Pulp Fiction, and it's just not Pulp Fiction. Right, right, right. That's what everybody's problem. <laughs> That's with. kind of the problem I've had with him since Pulp Fiction. You're not Every doing movie, Pulp Fiction. I'm like, this isn't Pulp Fiction. Even though Django, I thought was pretty like close to him being back to. And Glorious Bastards to me nailed it. Really, I thought I like that too. I think that's really good too. Yeah, uh, it's pr- and I now that I've watched Django again, I think it's probably better. Even though it's a little long at parts, it is a little long. But there was there was so many tense moments from the opening scene, which is one of the most ridiculous opening scenes I've ever seen in movies. In Inglorious, yeah, yeah, that that opening scene is great. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's just none the of tension that shit. in that's really good. Did you? Are you in like? Yeah, so they try to do the same thing with Django, where it's like when he captures all the slaves and sets them free. It's, that was right, like the right. same opening scene, and then just not quite as tense and interesting. Yeah, uh, just not quite as. Are you yeah. in? Are you in horror movies at all? Nah, a little bit though. I just saw the uh, the Texas Chainsaw 3D. Oh, how was not that? Not 3D. Uh, it's actually not that bad. Um, That's how it dragged me to hell. That's. Did you just see that? No, I think it was the last horror movie I saw. Um, Sam Raimi. Yeah, he couldn't make up his mind if it was a comedy or a horror. Did you not? I thought it was it was all right. People was loved right? it. I know. I couldn't understand why they loved it. Do he you kept like, going back and forth in comedy and like legit. I horror. think he was trying to do something similar to like. Did you like Evil Dead too? Uh, I barely remember it if I saw it. That's like I really get good. jokey, but like keep it all tongue in cheek jokey, right? Right. With horror in it, or like horror with jokes in it. People acted like that was like the greatest. I mean, it was it was fine. Was I didn't fine. think it was like that great. The Texas Chainsaw 3D, it's kind of funny because the original Texas Chainsaw, did you see that in the 70s? I think so. I that one's that really good. Yeah. And then they've tried to, like, keep that thing going ever since, and they're all horrible. Yeah. Um, it was, it caught on. They got lucky. It caught on. Well, it's just such, like, a, it seems like such an easy thing because it's a dude wearing a mask of human skin with a chainsaw. I mean, like, what <laughs> sounds scarier than that? But somehow, like, I've seen the movies and they're, like, not scary. Yeah. They somehow make that not scary. Um, it's the, the right tension. Also, I don't know if it was because I was younger and, like, more, like, 
What's going to happen? Like, I didn't know yet. When you're a, Freddy yeah, Krueger. Yeah. Freddy Krueger's the ones I got into <laughs> first. Uh, a little bit Jason, but more Freddy Krueger. But, like, the the line, the, 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 the frame in the movie, as someone's walking, is always right to the back of their head. Right, right. So you've got all this room in front of you, and you've got an inch and a half behind you, and the music's playing, and it's tense, and you know there's a murderer out there, and you're like... Move the frame. Right, right. Show me more. Yeah. I don't know what's sneaking up on them. Because when you're a kid, you don't you don't know anything. Yeah. And, and maybe so, I've gotten more used to that framing. Well, that's what it, that's the problem now when I watch horror movies because now there's they can't really do much. Yeah. All they can do is fake you out and make a fake. Tent. Yeah. They like, can't. Oh, it was just your neighbor. So like it kind of stinks because those movies now it's like I, I can't really be scared of them. Because now they're just they there's nothing more they could do. But yeah, when you see them, when you're like, well, you know, when you're ten or eleven and you're kind of just discovering that people murder other people, like yeah. that's a weird concept. You know, you my know? thing. I'm trying to write a bit about this, but it's about movies anyway. That my level of humanity has dropped to the point. Like I've seen, I've done enough mushrooms where I know that we're all just like blinks and the great map of everything. You know, right. we're just it, we're, we'll be gone. Yeah. In, in, in the scheme of things, we're nothing. And so I know this war. You thought of that when you were on shrooms? No, but okay. I got, yeah, to, okay. I got yeah. to understand no, I know, that after a while. Where yeah, it's like, yeah. That's why Carboni got a bad trip because it's like we're worthless, and I'm like, no, it's meaningless. But so have fun. Yeah. But um, so when they do a movie, when it's like, I remember the movie with who's the guy that fucked the hooker, who's a really good looking British guy who was in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Oh, um, Hugh Grant. Yeah, Hugh Grant. Yeah. He's so a- he was a doctor, and then the guy from um something else is another doctor. Uh, this is a horror movie? No, it was just a regular movie. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Well, how long ago did it come out? 15 years, maybe. Was he was it? a doctor, a surgeon, and then the Dudley, not Dudley Moore. Who's the guy from uh, uh, Hackman? Gene Hackman was like an adult doctor. Like a, and then they were, they were doing all these experiments and like getting all this like interesting stuff. Is it like a, it's just like a serious movie? Yeah. And then it turns out that the Q Grant realized that Gene Hackman's experimenting on homeless people. Oh. And forcing them to, to take the medication. You know? Okay. And it would kill some of them. And he's like, no, i got to put a stop to this. And he's like, then he goes out of his way and then becomes like an adventure for the last like 30 minutes of them trying to kill each other. Yeah. Um, but then part of me is like, it's just homeless people. <laughs> I mean, I really sort of believe it's like if it's better for the humanity, then yeah, experiment on them. Right, right. Like it's just a couple of homeless people. It'll extreme save, measures. Extreme measures. It'll yeah, save 100 people and kill three homeless guys. Like, right, right. Let's do that. Let's do that. So you weren't. Exactly so I'm not on right. Hugh Grant's side. Yeah, and yeah. I get that more and more in movies. And I'm like, this thing you're making a movie about ain't that big a deal. Well, you should see The Purge because that's kind of what The Purge really? is. Is like it's kind of about one day of crime. But the whole point, it's it's almost saying that, like, the Tea Party has kind of taken over the country and, like, it's their solution to, like, poor people and homeless people. It's basically, like, here's a day where you, anyone can do anything, but basically go out and kill poor because homeless they people. Fight. They don't have weapons to fight back. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And, like, they don't have anywhere to hide. Right. And everyone has more, like, advanced, the richer people. And also, like... The whole move. What happens is a homeless guy. They let a homeless guy into their house. The rich Ethan Hawke's family, and they they have like a security system. And these rich people are like, we we're we're trying to kill this homeless guy. And you know, you're rich, and we're rich. So why don't you just let us kill the homeless guy? Uh-huh. And so it's supposed to be they have to decide who who to if they should protect a homeless guy or if they should fight for him and die for him to protect him. 
Yeah, maybe yeah. die. I just it's and you would probably be like just kill. <laughs> well, no. When it comes down, to, if you have a bunch of Nazis and like we're gonna kill one of you if you choose, like Sophie's Choice kind of stuff. Yeah, or we'll kill all of you if you don't. Then it's like, well, guys, then let's choose somebody. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to be heartless, be a, but like, like a, you should make a movie, and that's just the ending. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Ari's okay. Choice. <laughs> guys, come on, we have to decide. And then you're like, all right, him, we're out of here. <laughs> I'm fine with it. All right, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you very much, Ari, for coming by and discussing all this stuff. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Last Exit to Brooklyn. All right, we'll see you next time. Adios. Elvis and you play Priscilla, always oh, no hero, Betty F. Billy D, half the time she for a fee, a Brooklyn queen, Russell's Russell Simmons, it's like Tyson Russian Gibbons. They are looking for the Brooklyn, they are looking for the Brooklyn queen. They are looking for the Brooklyn, they are looking for the Brooklyn queen. They are looking for the Brooklyn, they are looking for the Brooklyn queen. They are looking for the Brooklyn, they are looking for the Brooklyn queen. I think I'll stay in Brooklyn.